Welcome to the business of being healthy, where we are passionate about treating our health as good as we treat our wealth. Shelly Bryan here, and I am obsessed with sharing real life experiences and wisdom to help save you time, heartache, and money as you continue to grow personally and professionally. Twice a week, we push aside that BS to take massive intentional action. And I promise by tuning in, you will receive the straightforward talk you've been waiting for filled with actionable steps that will inspire you to achieve the health and wealth you desire while you are building your empire. So today's episode hit me kind of like a ton of bricks. Um, If I tell you where I thought about it, you might think I'm crazy. But if you follow me on social media, you know I have horses. So I was out actually taking care of the horses uh, this morning. And it's just like a quiet time. It's kind of dark out right now. And I use that time just to like process my day, what I'm going to do for the day, some goals for the day. I reflect on previous days. And I just started thinking about just how much I've had to be an advocate for myself. And in so many other areas of my life, I mean, really all areas, being the biggest advocate for me has helped me in so many ways. And I just started thinking about it because I know it can be hard sometimes when we want to, you know, talk about ourselves or when we want to um, do something for us, it can seem selfish. And I wanted to just really help kind of kibosh that whole thing because you are the one person that literally you can count on no matter what. And by becoming the biggest advocate for yourself, you can do things that you might not have thought were possible. Also, it can help you in ways that you maybe didn't realize. And so today, I really wanted to take our time together and dive into three ways that being my biggest advocate for me helped me in my medical, like in my health, in my profession, in my careers, and then me just personally. And so my goal is in sharing these stories is it maybe connects with you so that you can see like, holy cow, I could be a better advocate in this area for myself. It's really just to inspire you to become the biggest advocate in whatever area you might need a little help in. And one thing that I will tell you, and I'll kind of sum it up at the end, is that becoming your biggest advocate for yourself is another way to increase your confidence in whatever you're doing. So let me kind of go through these examples and then I'll wrap it up at the end. And in fact, at the end, I encourage you to stay all the way through because I'm going to give you in those three ways, right? Medically, professionally, as well as personally, I'm gonna give you just some thought-provoking questions to really help gear you up so that you can become the biggest advocate for yourself. Because this is some, if I can do it, trust me, anyone can do it. I've had some unique experiences and that's the first one I want to dive into that have really helped get me to this point where I am right now. And first is medically. So again, if you've been following me on social media, if you listen to the first few podcasts, you know that I'm blind in one eye. So I'm blind in one eye. I wasn't born this way. This happened when I was 24 um, and it was related to my health or (laughs) I wasn't taking great care of my health. But one year after uh, this happened, I had a team of doctors 
And one year after this happened, I had received some blood work and I worked in the medical industry. So I had some knowledge, but in no way was I a doctor or a practitioner, but I could understand and I could read blood work pretty good, right? Based upon the tests that were happening. And I was looking at this and it started making me think, do I have a wrong diagnosis? The reason why that, you know, thought crossed my mind is the fact that what happened to me was pretty rare. Um, it happens, but the fact that it manifested in my eye and leaving me blind in the one eye um, was pretty rare and I only have one eye left. So of course, you know, I'm like super mom mode protector of my one good eye that I have left. And so I was started getting nervous because I was like, if we don't have that right, correct diagnosis, then could I lose my other eye, leaving me completely blind? So once I started, you know, diving into the blood work, and of course, like this is, I'm not giving any advice of reading your own blood work or Googling. I went to the experts and that's where I actually went to one of the doctors that I worked with at the time. So I had been with Mayo Clinic, one of the best ones in the country, says other people, I don't feel that way. But I've been with Mayo Clinic. I had a team of doctors in town because we were trying to, again, protect my good eye. And this blood work came back and I was like, this doesn't make sense. And I have a close relationship with a dermatologist who I had been working with. And I went to him and I was like, help me understand because this blood work says that I don't have the virus. And so he started researching and he's like, well, it depends on the test that we got. Well, let's like, let me write a note to your doctor or I'll reach out to your doctor just so that we can kind of like put your fears at ease. And he wrote a note and essentially what I have, it is so rare that it didn't show on the blood work, but my diagnosis was a clinical diagnosis based upon what the doctors had gone through. Now that's part of the story to share, but that's not the bulk of what I want you to take away from this is I didn't like what... I was being told or I questioned it. If you have that gut feeling and you question something, especially about your health, that is your alarm to go get a second opinion. When it comes to your health, I can't tell you enough. I worked in this industry for over 16 years. They are practicing medicine. It doesn't mean doctors are bad. It just means medicine, our health, is not always black and white. And so when something's not always black and white, there's a lot of gray. And a lot of it is based upon the experience of the doctors that you're working with. So I always say they're practicing. Make sure you get that second opinion. Go out, research, understand and ask questions so that you can see what's going on. This approach has helped me with Chris. It's helped me with the kids. If you are questioning something in your health, it is your responsibility. God gave us these beautiful bodies, but it's our responsibility to go make sure that we have the best team supporting us. So that's my one experience when it came to medically. I mean, one, literally, if you've been following me, I've got all kinds to share, but my health is where it is right now because I was the advocate for me. If I didn't like an answer, I went and found someone that maybe knew more or had a similar experience. So it wasn't me waiting on them. It was me becoming the advocate for me. So now I want to take you on to a professional example. And holy cow, I'm going to give you two quick ones here because I just value your guys' time so much. 
But the first one was in my corporate career. Remember, I worked in the in the dermatology industry for 16 years. And I remember every year, this is corporate America, every year they were a they gave each like manager a pool of money and said, okay, here's what you have to work with to provide raises to your team. Right? So they only have this piece of the pie. Well, I made sure that if I wanted the biggest piece of that pie, that I gave my boss the reasons why I should earn that big piece. So throughout the year, I would absolutely keep track of all of my wins. I would keep track of everything that I was doing. I, of course, had the data. I was in sales then in marketing, so we used the data. I made sure that quarterly, he knew exactly what I was doing to earn the biggest piece of the pie. He knew at our annual meetings, I was gonna ask for it. But I wasn't gonna ask for it because I was deserving of it. I asked for it because I earned it. And so when it comes to your career professionally, trust me, if you are working in corporate, they don't wanna pay you, right? They wanna pay you enough to keep you, not to lose you, but they don't wanna just be like, oh, let's just pay them like whatever. They're also running a business, so I get it. They can only do so much every year and still make the bottom line meet. So what I did is I made sure I was better advocate for me than anyone else on my team, making sure that I was able to earn the largest sum of that pie every year when it came to uh, annual increases. This is also the case when it came to commissions, but that was more of my actions um, that I would send in quarterly. So that's number one. But now as an entrepreneur, I wanna share with you kind of a flip side, is that I ask myself that same question. What am I doing to earn the next big level of income or client? It's not like I'm sitting here deserving of this. It's like, what am I doing? I answer to myself. I answer to Chris, like we're a team. We, um, and we have our goals that we're reaching out to. Are they big enough? What tactics am I doing to get there? Is it realistic to reach the goal based upon the activities that I'm doing? So I take a similar mental approach. I'm not presenting my case, right, or advocating myself to my boss. I'm advocating it to me in my, in my career now as an entrepreneur in the general contracting space here on the podcast. What am I doing? Where are my goals? And what am I doing to get there? If I'm not doing it or if there is something I don't know, I don't throw up my hands and say, I don't know. I become that advocate. Who do I know that can help get me there? Who do I know that has that information that can share it with me and help me save a ton of time or money? That's being the advocate for you. So those are two examples, very different experiences professionally. And then last is the personal side. Now, this is something, again, on my social media with my coaching clients um, that I've worked with previously is is becoming the advocate for you when it comes to scheduling time for your health. So what I mean by that is, you know, meal planning, is that meditation, is that exercise. So I'll share personally for me, I'm about 50-50 when it comes to exercising. 
not because like I hate it. It's because I am so excited with some of the things that we are doing. Some days I get up and I'm like, oh, I want to go do this. Let's, let's, I'm, I'm going to go exercise. I can't wait to lift. I can't wait to do this. And cause I, I crave that after feeling, but some days I'm like, I have so much work to do. I have so much work I want to do that it's hard for me because I'm on this like pulling back and forth. And so I have to become the biggest advocate for me to remember how important it is that I take care of myself, even as I'm managing the business, managing the kids, managing the way too many horses that we have. All of the things that are going on can pull me away if I let them. Oh my gosh, so easily. And I'm sure that most of you guys could probably resonate with that, right? Like I have this to do. I have that to do. I have this to do. I don't have time. The problem is though, is that when that side wins and you don't take care of yourself, that's a niche at your subconscious. Your subconscious now knows like, I don't really have to be an advocate. I don't really have to do that. It's okay if I skip. And when so many of those add up, you're, you're, not, you're no longer an advocate for yourself. Your confidence goes down because you're not keeping the word with yourself that you said you were going to work out or exercise or meditate or what have you. All of those things, that time is so valuable. And so for me, I can tell you that there are days that I negotiate with myself. You know, I don't do cardio longer than 20 minutes. I don't have time for that. And if I go to the gym, it's about 45 minute workout. That's what I said. So I negotiate my, with myself. Maybe it's I wake up earlier that day. Or you know what? I am more efficient on certain tasks to free up time. I'm like, if I can get this and this done, then I'm going to go to the gym. And instead of only doing 20 minutes of cardio, I'm actually going to get in the full 45-minute workout. But I know that I am worth that time. And the only person that's going to keep me accountable is me. And I have to have that advocacy for myself and my health so that I can show up best for my clients, so that I can be the best mom to the kids, so that I can be the wife that I want to be leading our household with Chris. And I know how much I want to provide value to our clients uh, with the business. So, you know, I wanted to share these three stories about advocacy because you are your biggest advocate and it is a skill that anyone can get. It's not just, I'm not special, trust me. Anyone can train these muscles. It could be something scary like going blind in one eye or it could be something that's like financial. I wanted to get the biggest raise. I wanna to get to this level of income in our business. I want to make sure that I feel super confident in my bikini this summer. There are things that if I have these goals, I have to be the advocate to be able to go for it. So I just wanted to leave you just real quick with three things on those three topics to just think about and help you start to become the biggest advocate for you so that you can attain, attain your goals with absolute ease and certainty. Okay, so medically, is that when you don't like an answer or you don't like a doctor, you don't jive with that doctor, how you're being treated, the office overall, get, get a second opinion. When it comes to your health, there's no messing around. You don't like the answer, the medication not doing well, and I'm telling you this knowing that you are being a good patient, right? So if you are doing everything on your end that you can control, but you're not liking kind of the other end, go get a second opinion. You don't like that one, go get a third. 
Be the advocate for you. If you want to achieve better health, you have to take that responsibility and ask to get with those right doctors that can do it. Now, professionally, I got to tell you, if you're still working for someone else, make it so hard for them to say no to you. Make sure that you're keeping track of everything that you're doing and close for exactly what you want and why you earned it. Notice I use the word earned, not deserved. Okay, that is a small, subtle difference, but make sure that you make it so hard to say no and put yourself in your boss's shoes. Same thing goes for the entrepreneur side. Now, personally, create your advocacy thoughts. What I mean is why is it important for you personally to achieve this goal? When you understand that why at a deeper level, right? Fitting into the jeans is not one. Looking into the big, like great in the bikini is not enough. Making sure that I'm here for my kids throughout their entire life and hopefully my grandkids in the future, that really pushes me, especially on those days when it's tough. So when it is tough, find that why, stick with it, and I promise you, you will turn into the biggest advocate for yourself. As you know, I just love sharing these tidbits of experience that I've had in hopes that it inspires you. If you found value in this, I would absolutely love a share. We are doing great things on the podcast. We have surpassed, we're almost at 600 downloads and it's barely been two months, like a couple days over two months. It's incredible. So if you have shared the reviews, I really appreciate it. And um, if you have any topics that you'd love to learn more about, feel free to shoot me a DM. Till next time.